Welcome, welcome to episode 61 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 19th of January, 2022. Before we get started with the show today, before we get started with Way Back Wednesday today, if you look above, you can see the banner, the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. Buzzsprout.com is a website, my website, where you have direct access to all my social media pages and also all the audio pages as it relates to the Nomad Cast. You can find me on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Castbox, iHeartRadio, to name a few. I spoke about social media. I'm on Instagram. Voila. I'm on TikTok. Boom. And of course, I am on YouTube. Now, if you're new to the YouTube stratosphere, you like what you hear, would you like what you see, click that subscribe button now. Click that bell icon button now. Again, you'll be notified of the latest and greatest as it relates to the Nomad Cast, the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. So I ask people, please, to help with this channel. Like, follow, subscribe, the whole nine, right? All my social media um, sites. Go ahead, like, follow, subscribe, and continue to enjoy the content. Got a great show lined up today. Way back Wednesday, I kind of talked about it yesterday. I'm going to tell a story way back in 1993. This person, I won't say forced me to quit White Castle, but he definitely played the role because I was tired of the ish. I was tired of his ish. And I had already enlisted in the Marine Corps, so I was on borrowed time with White Castle anyway. I was kind of waiting for something to happen so I can just be ghost with the Phantom, right? But uh, I tell that story again way back Wednesday. Continue to support. Trust and believe. We'll be back, y'all. Way back Wednesday. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Way Back Wednesday. Way Back Wednesday here on the 19th of January, 2022, right? Let's hold a lot of twos in there. Hey, so I talked about earlier, I'm going to tell the story. 1993, White Castle departed, getting ready to go to Marines. This idiot I worked for made me upset, almost came to a fight. I'm going to tell that story. All right, so let's take it back to 1993. I was working at White Castle, and uh, I, again, you know, if you, if you listen to previous Nomad Cast, I tell the story on how I started there and everything. So I'd already been working there for two years. And this was, this incident probably happened, I want to say maybe mm, early December, because I shipped to go to the Marines in January. And I signed my contract to enlist in the Marines November of 93. And I shipped January 94. So right after I enlisted in the Marines, this was the last week, second to last week in November. So right after Thanksgiving, it was, you know, the first week of December. And I will say previous to that, this gentleman that uh, I worked at White Castle with, this dude, man, it was just something about this cat I never liked. He was a, uh, I think he was a supervisor. He was just in charge of the actual, uh, the, the White Castle I worked in. We had like two or three of them. And, uh, you know, it was just something about this dude, man. I just couldn't, I couldn't stand this dude. I don't know what it was, but I, you know, for the, he probably was working there probably a year prior to that. So this is like a year built up, building up this frustration. And I knew, you know, I didn't want this guy to take me somewhere where I didn't want to go, but there was so many instances where I want to just, you know, 
have physical harm with this cat. And I tell you, that was my first time as a working person, as a, a person in society dealing with work people in that, in that moment. And I tell you, this guy, he pushed some buttons on me. He said a lot of things to me that I didn't, you know, I don't say I didn't defend myself. I just didn't allow myself to get into his energy, his negative energy. Cause this dude, he was always saying something. And I noticed he wouldn't say nothing. You know, the type of things he would say to me, he wouldn't say nothing to a lot of the other folks. So, you know, I kept watching that stuff. Right. And I knew it was going to be time when I was going to strike. I just had to figure out when and how I was going to do it, where I was going to do it. And at the end of the story, you, you'll tell how I did it. Right. But I get to that. So, you know, he was always saying, calling me brother. Hey brother. Hey brother. You know, I would download the white castle truck used to make the deliveries every Tuesday. So your job, if you was on that detail, uh, to download the truck, you had to welcome the driver, receive the driver, get the, the manifest and everything, make sure everything is there. And then he will set up the conveyor belt. The conveyor belt will come from the side of the trailer and it would directly feed into our, uh, frozen storage room, right? So you talking about the hamburgers, the French fries, the chicken, the onion ring, all that stuff would di directly feed into that. And then you would have your dry goods. Then you have your, you know, your pickles and your cups and all this stuff, right? Whenever I downloaded that truck, if I was there on a Tuesday and I downloaded that truck, um, he always was in there. Hey brother. Hey, you know, when I used to do this, you know, you should do it like this. You know, you should rotate it, have the white castle logo for it. You know, all the old stuff put uh, to the front, the new stuff you push to the back. You hear me, brother? I'm talking to you, brother. Why you ain't respond to me, brother? And, you know, in the first the first few months I was working with this cat, I thought this dude, you know, I thought he was all right. He walking around calling everybody brother, this, that, and the third, trying to give you dap and all that. But then I, it, it got to a point where I was like, okay, this act is getting old. This song and dance is getting real old right now. You are getting old. Get away from me. I know what the freak I'm doing. I've been working here for a freaking year. So he's, yeah, you know, when I was, you know, when I was working the cash register, I used to do it like this. When I used to work on the grill, I used to do it like this. And I'm saying to myself, dude, just because you're a freaking supervisor, everyone chips in. Miss Motley, she's the supervisor. Well, she's the actual overall in charge of that store. She freaking chips in when we get hit heavy. All the other managers, all the other shift leaders, they freaking chip in. So what, what are you talking about? When you used to uh, work the grill, dude, if we're freaking busy, you got to work the freaking grill, come out the freaking office. You know, he'll just walk around, just say little stuff. Yeah. You know, I got a bonus, you know, cause I'm, I'm a manager here. So, you know, I got my white castle bonus. Y'all ain't eligible to get y'all bonuses yet. Hey, one day you'll make it brother. So he's talking to me. So I got to the point. I said, dude, look, man, I said, I don't freaking need this job. I said, the only reason I got this job is to fulfill my freaking gym shoe habit. I can freaking go do something else. Nah, brother, you ain't going to leave, brother. You know, you're going to be here forever, brother. I'm always going to be your supervisor, brother. I mean, he would just say stuff. I will work the freaking register. He don't like the way I freaking count money. He don't like the way I freaking talk to the customers. Why you wear your headset like that? Why is the White Castle jacket unbuttoned at the top? Why is your, um, you had a, uh, the White Castle headset, and then you had like the battery pack. It was like a belt around your waist. Why you wear the the belt? Uh, the belt. Uh, I forgot what they called it. But they, why are you wearing that so low? Why uh, are those shoes authorized? I mean, always got something to say. And I think this dude wanted 
wanted me to do something to him. That way he can write me up and fire me. But I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to play this dude's game because I want White Castle to fulfill my freaking gym shoe habit, right? And so uh, it just kept going on and on. And so when I talked to my grandmother about enlisting in the Marines, and she was like, go ahead, spring for it, man. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, so I enlisted in the Marines. Um, I had been talking to the recruiter, but I officially enlisted in November. So I would say around the month of November, probably a few months before that, I started getting to the point where I'm getting tired of this dude. It's like I would come to work and everyone is like chill and they just want to work and go home. We would chit chat, you know, do whatever. But whenever this dude was on shift, it was always a freaking problem. And I remember we used to go to the back room and this was before the, before the days of digital, you kept the analog uh, list of who's working, what shift everyone's work schedule. And I used to always look at and say, man, I hope I don't work with Thomas. Okay, I don't work with, oh, God, dog. Why I got to work with freaking Thomas? I just didn't like the cat. That just goes to show you, no matter who you work with, sometimes you just don't like people, right? And every and I never initiated any negative conversation with this cat. It was always him. He always got something to say. Oh, and your aunt, I know your aunt's a district supervisor. That's the only reason you got the job, da-da-da-da-da. You know, just saying little stuff just needling, you know, just them little, them verbal ankle bite, ankle biters. Right. So I would look on the schedule. Dang, I got to work with freaking Thomas. So, and the shift that I couldn't stand working was three o'clock, three in the afternoon to 11 at night. Cause you're there all freaking day. You really ain't got time to do nothing. So probably a week before I would say the week, no, the week after I had enlisted that first week of December, right. It came to a head. So we're working three to 11. I remember starting on that Monday and I worked from that Monday to Monday. And then I would be off Tuesday and I would go into another shift, whether it was days, uh, nights or whatever. So that, that first week of December, 1993, that's when I knew it was time. Cause I, had, I already had enlisted. I'm just there for you know some free coin so I can buy some freaking gym shoes before I go down to Paris Island and be simplified, do or die blood sucking war machine. Damn, I still remember that. But anyway, so we're working and everything is cool for the first few hours, you know, and then he, Thomas starts up. So I had brought some cheese and I think this was the culminating event. I had brought some freaking cheese. Um, cause we had just downloaded the truck and we had like blocks of cheese that you, you know, you put on the freaking burgers. So I got the cheese and I'm stacking it. And I wasn't really thinking, I was thinking about other things, right? So I'm just putting the cheese in there, but then I was kind of saying to myself, you know what? Let's go ahead and pull all the old cheese out first and then push the new cheese in the back and you just keep rotating, right? I was in the midst of doing that because I kind of caught myself. This dude standing right freaking behind me. Hey, brother, just mad loud. There's all sorts of freaking people there. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And I'm already riled up anyway. So he said, hey, brother, I thought I told you, you know, he mad loud. He said, I thought I told you to put the cheese, the old cheese up front, move the old cheese up front and put the new cheese in the back. If I have to tell you again, I'm going to freaking write you up. And I tell you, I, and he was a skinny dude too. I want to freaking just grab this dude and just break this dude's back. I'm telling you, we all can relate to people that's like that. You don't put your hands on them, but gosh, dog, if I could just, ah. Uh, and he had got me to that point, right? Because I've been taking so much, so much. I'm just trying to play low, play it cool. You know what I'm saying? 
before disaster strikes. And so I got up. I said, look, man, get out my MF face. I know what the F I'm doing. And I just freaking just walked off. I went to the basement and our basement is like where we carried where we had uh, the bathroom, I think was down there bathroom for employees. We had all our pop machines that was down there that would feed through tubes into the, uh, the pop dispensers. So I down, I'm down there. I'm sitting on a, a thing of pickles and I'm, I sat down there for probably 20 minutes and I got up and I said, you know what? I'm going to fulfill this freaking day. And then I was off, uh, that day, the next day. And I'm a freaking, uh, I'm going to make my decision. Cause I don't think I want to freaking work here no more. What's the freaking point. And the next month I'm going to the freaking Marine Corps anyway. Right. So I'm ready to see white castle in the rear view mirror. So this idiot, he comes downstairs and our stairs was still. So you can hear people coming down the steps. He's a, uh, Anderson, Anderson, where you at? So I'm right here, man. He said, Hey, let me holler at you right quick. Let me holler at you right quick, brother. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to hear nothing because I'm getting ready to freaking leave right now. We only like a couple minutes until the shift and I'm ready to go. So he's hey man. He said, the reason I'm hard on you, man, because I know you're going to do something. He said, but, uh, you know, I want you to be a manager. I want you to take my spot and, and be in my position. I'm like, dude, you ain't in no effing position. All you are is a freaking dude. We wear White Castle polo shirts. You wear White Castle dress shirts. You make five more dollars an hour more than me. Yeah, you may have more administrative responsibilities than me. Got it. Understood. You are in charge of a shift. Got it. Understood. But you're not better than me. You're not freaking nothing. I said, get out my freaking face, man, because if I freaking punch you, it's going to be some freaking trouble. Oh, brother, you ain't got to result to violence. You ain't got the result to violence. And I said, you know what? Bump this, man. I said, I got something for you and everybody here at White Castle. I'm getting sick of y'all. I'm freaking out. And I freaking got up and I finished my shift. He ain't saying that to me the rest of the shift. So as a couple of days went on, uh, a couple of days went on, probably three or four days went on. Once I finished that whole three at 11 shift, the next day it was getting ready to have off. And uh, I remember coming in, it was payday, payday Friday, which was every Friday. I came in and I told Ms. Motley, I said, uh, I got a big announcement I'm going to make. And I got something I've already done. I can't get out of it. I said, but I'll let you know, I'll give you a call uh, tomorrow to let you know what's happened. So she thought it was like something like hospital, you know, are you sick or, you know, is everything all right? I said, no, that's good. I said, it's something great that's going to happen to me. I said, but out of respect for you. You know, Miss Motley, been knowing you a while, you know, your friend of the family. I'll let you know. She was like, all right. So that following day I was off. And then I came in uh, the next day and I was just quiet. I was just chilling, whatever. And so the next day after that, I remember getting up and I was supposed to work. They had put me back on three to 11s. So I was getting up. I was ready at conducting my personal hygiene and ever and everything. And I remember sitting on the bed and I had my I used to always have uh, my white house uniforms. I used to iron them up the night prior. Right. And I remember just, it was laying on the bed. The pol the white castle polo shirt was laying on the bed. I had my shoes there. And I remember sitting there thinking, what am I doing? Why am I going to work at white castle when I have no desire to be there? I don't need to be there. And this freaking employee, this supervisor, get some of my freaking nerves and I don't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize me going into the Marine Corps. Again, I already in, 
already had enlisted, right? I didn't want nothing to happen. So the best thing for me to do is to call Miss Motley and tell her, Miss Motley, I am officially resigning. Just to let you know, I have joined the Marine Corps. I'm officially resigning. I'll come up Friday to get my last check, right? And I, I sat there for a little bit. I sat there for a little bit, and I worked at 3 at 11 shift. So I knew I had to leave my house a little bit prior to that in order to make it to work on time. So I used to catch the city bus, the DOT, Depart Detroit, uh, what is it? Department of Transportation, the DOT bus in Detroit. We used to call it the freight, right? Uh, and I remember the old school guys they used to call it the bus the iron pimp, but that's back in the 70s. But I caught, I caught the freaking bus to work, and I knew if I missed the bus at this time, I wasn't going to catch another schoolcraft bus, bus, which was the street. I wasn't going to catch that bus in time to make it to work on time. So I missed that bus and I sat there and I sat there and my mother knew I had to leave a certain time to make it to work on a certain time. And she was like, you're not going to work today. I said, you know what? No, I am not going to work at all. So I went to work. I officially quit. I told Miss Molly I was quitting and everything. So that Friday, I went to pick up my last check. Right. And no one believed me. So all, everyone I was cool with, they was there. Thomas was freaking there. Miss Motley was freaking there. And a couple of other supervisors that I liked working with was there. And I told everybody, say, hey, you know, I know some of you've heard already heard the rumors. Yes, I have quit. This is my last paycheck. I officially enlisted in the Marine Corps back in November last month. Uh, and I'm going to the Marine Corps. I'm going to Paris Island, South Carolina to boot camp in January uh, next year, which was 1994. So I. Peace and love. Appreciate everything. Everything was fun, but I got to do Damon. I got to take care of Damon. This freaking dude out of everybody was, oh, man, congratulations. Give me hugs. Hey, can't wait to see you uh, back, man. I wonder how you're going to look. Hey, man, don't change. You know, all this typical stuff, you know, when you're leaving. Freaking Thomas come out, right, from the back. Oh, you ain't you ain't going to the Marines. You know, you ain't going. You ain't going. You ain't going to make it. You ain't going to be nothing. You're going to be back here. You're going to fail boot camp. I mean, just saying all this stuff. Again, I am trying to keep my mental. I am trying to keep my physical composure because I want to freaking break this dude in freaking half. But I knew I'm getting ready to go to the Marines, go to the Marines next month. Why do I need to have some type of assault charge and get into a fight and get into some scuffle before I went to the Marine Corps, before I went to boot camp? So I say, you know what? Don't worry about it. You'll see me in April because I was again, I was going to the Marine Corps January 94 and the graduation day. The boot camp was April. And then you get 10 days leave before you go to your Marine combat training. So I said, don't worry about it. I see you in April because I already had the schedule already. And now, yeah, you ain't going to see me back, brother, because, you know, I'm going to be this and that. You ain't going to see me. You ain't going to make it, brother. You're going to be back here. You're going to be back here downloading those White Castle trucks. So you're going to be down here making fries, just like I told you to, this, that, and the third. So I just grabbed my check, and I just freaking left. Huh. January 94. I told you all the story. Went down to freaking Paris Island, 13 weeks, so on and so forth. So let's fast forward to April 1994. So now... My parents picked me up. They drove from Detroit to Paris Island, South Carolina, graduate Marine Corps boot camp. I am officially a freaking Marine, right? We drive to freaking Detroit and uh, we chilled that first day. I was back. Cause I only had 10 days to leave before I had to go to 
uh, Camp Geiger in North Carolina, which is near Camp Lejeune. And um, right before, right before I left, I made it a note to go visit White Castle because my mother was like, "You going to visit any, any of your friends, any of your high school friends?" This and that, and I had seen them like in the malls, whatever. I said, "No, no, no, no. I am here on one mission. I'm here to see you." dad my grandma my cousins and the aunts and all that but i'm here for one thing i'm going to freaking white castle and i'm going to see thomas oh by the way i will wear my freaking marine uniform now when i graduated marine corps boot camp they had just stopped uh giving all the graduates the full dress blues i didn't end up purchasing purchasing those till later on but i had the long sleeve uh khaki shirt with the blue pants, right? Deltas. And uh, had the hat and everything. So I went up to, I got my dad's car, and I drove up to that freaking White Castle that I used to work at, that I used to deal with idiot customers, that I used to have to deal with the establishment. And more importantly, the White Castle I worked at where I had to deal with Thomas. Oh, it was going to be epic. Pulled up in the parking lot, I said a small prayer just to make sure my words was, you know, my words was positive because I'm a freaking Marine now, ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. So I walked in and I heard people, this was before people saying, thank you for your service. They just kind of just looking at me funny. Like who is this police officer? I'm a freaking Marine. Ain't no daggone police officer. So I walked in and some of the cats I was, I used to work with that I was cool with. They was like, yeah, they was like, DA. DA, I mean, he happy hugging, coming out from the back, hugging. Thomas just happened. Uh, he was on the register, right? Uh, he was still, you know, in a, a manager role, but sometimes when the White Castles are busy, you just help out, whatever. So he was at the front, and I kind of looked around to see who was who, spot him, got him. Let me go over there. So I go over there, and it was like, uh, Thomas, you recognize him? You know who that is? So he looking. And he didn't recognize me because, you know, I had lost weight, kind of built up a little bit, you know. And he was like, oh, that's that's Anderson. He's oh, man, I know. Glad to see you. Fake, 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 like three dollar bill fake. Right. Oh, I'm glad to see. You. Oh, brother, you doing well. This that, da, da, da. I said, first of all, don't call me freaking brother. I ain't your freaking brother. I said, on top of that. Give me a freaking number one with cheese, large fry and a large Sprite and give me some freaking onion chips. Can you do that? Do you understand that? Because I was still like I had just graduated boot camp. So I was talking like the drill instructors. You understand that? I mean, I was freaking just amped up. And when I said that, no matter that whole year, him verbally saying stuff to, you know, get me off my rocker a little bit. When I said, give me a freaking number one with freaking cheese large fry and a large Sprite with some onion chips. Can you freaking do that? When I said that, that those words shook freaking mountains. Oh God, it shook freaking mountains. It was like an earthquake. It was like a tsunami, cyclones, typhoons. Oh, it was like, I'm telling you, I'm exaggerating, but I'm telling you, it felt so freaking great to say that because he was my driving freaking component the time I was in boot camp, I couldn't wait to see this dude. I can't wait to I freaking graduate. I'm going to see this cat in my freaking uniform talking about I didn't freaking make it. Yeah, I freaking made it, dog. 
I'm getting a little emotional. And this was almost 30 years ago, right? But I'm just, again, this I'm t- taking you back to how I was feeling back in that time. And, uh, you know, when I told him that, he was kind of, yeah, I, I, I get your large Sprite and all that. And once he gave me my order, he said, hey, you know, everything that, you know, we, we talked about and been through, man, I, you know, I wasn't trying to pick on you, none of that stuff. And I was like, your words don't mean nothing. Simplify. And I just walked on out, got my dad's car and, you know, I ain't seen this cat since. That was like 1994. Ain't seen the cat since. So on and so forth. But, man, I tell you, man, it was so exhilarating. And I guess the, the life lesson, the takeaway I can have from that story is, I maintained my emotional, physical, and mental composure because it could have been been an instance, many instances where, you know, I could have just freaking just got this dude right in the, in the basement, got this dude right on the floor at White Castle. I mean, I could have done so many things to this cat, could have had this dude set up to get jumped, all this stuff, right? But I knew for the greater good, I couldn't do anything negative because it would have a negative impact on me. I'm trying to change my life and move forward with my life enlisting in the Marine Corps, going to the Marine Corps sight set on the Marine Corps. And I'm gonna let this freaking dude, this freaking dummy stop me because you know, he's mad at the way I conduct business at white castle. And you know, I, I just, a year, I always think about that. I always think about that in the times when I, when I was a recruiter back in Detroit or even visiting, whenever I go to that white castle, it's like I can walk and I can see myself back in 94, walking in that door, walking to that front counter where the windows at, making the extreme left, walking down and looking at Thomas, watching him make my freaking number one large with this, uh, with cheese making, watching him making my large Sprite watching him making my large fry, watching him making my large onion chip. We didn't have onion rings. Then we had onion chips and I took satisfaction in that. And I tell you, I, like I told you at the beginning of this uh, way back Wednesday, I knew it was going to be an epic freaking an epic ending to that story because we could talk about he won, you won, I won, we won. It wasn't about winning. It was about maintaining composure and i think a lot of times we have to do that when we work with employees or work with supervisors or work with peers because we've all been pushed verbally we've all been pushed to the point where we're ready to put hands on people it's just human nature but at some point we have to use constraints how do we maintain control because if i had a went off on this cat especially right before i enlisted and even more important after i had enlisted what would have happened to me? Possibly assault charge in jail. You know, the Marine Corps saying, nah, dude, you're getting in trouble. You know, we're going to, you know, drop sling, uh, cut sling low. You know what I mean? So I'm glad it, it also taught me to, to, again, to mentally and physically not tap into negative energy. That's probably the biggest takeaway from it because this dude was negative, but he was only negative to me. Right. So, Again, I don't know what he's doing in life. Again, I ain't seen this dude since 1994. So that's what, 28 freaking years ago if I'm doing public math. And I don't have no desire to see the cat. I don't even freaking live in Detroit no more. So I probably will never see this dude. Um, but I tell you, you know, he won his battles every day when he used to talk to me and, you know, call me brother and doing all this silly stuff at White Castle. But I won the war. 
and I'm not trying to be conceited or cocky, but I overcame that. I overcame that negativity, right? I overcame it with positivity. Now the tone, the tone I had when I told him to make more order was a little accelerated, but I just graduated freaking Marine Corps boot camp, Paris Island. I felt untouchable. All right, y'all, that concludes my story. Y'all I know it kind of got long winded a little bit, but I appreciate you listening. And again, you can use this story as, as a, as a life lesson, a lesson learned when an employee friend, whoever pushes you to that point verbally, where you may want to, you know, uh, conduct physical, uh, physical harm, verbal harm. You know what I mean? Sometimes we have to constrain ourselves to a point where, I mean, we're all human. We all can blow a gasket easily, but I'm glad I, 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 I held myself in high regard and I respected myself to not stoop to his negative energy, not stoop to his negative actions. And, you know, like I said, man, I felt good about it. Ain't looked back since, right? So I appreciate you guys tuning in today on a way back Wednesday. Tomorrow, throwback, throwback. Tomorrow is a gym shoot story on a Thursday. Got another epic one, y'all. But again, today has been way back Wednesday. Thank you guys for tuning in today. See y'all tomorrow. Continue to be safe and sound. See y'all tomorrow. Let's say it all again. I've been singing all week, so I'm going to sing it right now. Trust, 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 and, 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 ba, ba, la, la, e, e. Trust and believe, y'all. See y'all tomorrow.